ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان استقى الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها فان كل محدثه بدع وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار الحمد لله وبفضله all praise to allah all praise be for allah سبحانه وتعالى we thank our brothers here bismillah ta'ala at uh, masjid here in apaka for the invitation with the with the understanding of that it will be ramadan for ramadan Prepara- preparation for ramadan and in preparation for ramadan it's not only just a physical thing it's not only a physical thing where one prepares his body some of us prepare our body by stocking up in vitamins and preparing for the suhoor making sure that we have those things which are lasting in our bodies bismillah ta'ala that there's no harm with that but what what we wanted to mention today bismillah ta'ala is the spiritual preparation for ramadan and the spiritual preparation for ramadan is that which entails preparing one's soul and is is that is as if you're preparing your soul in a way or sort to meet allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you want to be in the best manner in which you can be bismillah ta'ala as it relates to your soul and one is not to say that one does not fall short as we know that the shayateen they are chained up during the month of ramadan and the ulama the scholars of ahlus sunnah they explain that the actual chaining up 
are those from the jinn. And they are not the ones from mankind. The ones from mankind, they are present and working. They may not have the ability to work as hard because of the fast. And that causes one now to be able to do less. But we want to prepare, bi'ithnillahi ta'ala, a spiritual pre preparation as well as a mental preparation. The physical preparation should be easy, bi'ithnillahi ta'ala. Some, you know, prepare with exercise or so forth like that. But it's as if you're going now to the judge and you have to prepare everything in which you're going to need to be judged in front of that judge you have all of your paperwork you have all of your evidences and you have all of your excuses but here this preparation for the month of Ramadan it's a preparation with our souls and that we prepare for Ramadan and mentally we put ourselves in a mind frame that Ramadan is the month of Tilawa, Tilawatul Quran, reading of the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as well as it's the month of goodness. It's the month of Barakah. It's the month of being good to your parents. Birul Walidain. It's the month of asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his tawbah. Making tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as we mentioned before, with our brothers in Masjid Quba, that we mentioned that the one, he does not allow shaitan to, to play games with him. He does not allow shaitan to play games with him. Rather he, he is the one who is strong. Shaitan, he has the whispers. And if one does not succumb to the, uh, the whispers of shaitan, then he has no power. So the reminder is that it's the month of Tawbah. It's the month of Maghfirah, of forgiveness, repentance, all of these things. But specifically, it's the month of Taqwa. And one attains taqwa by al-a'mal al-saliha, by doing by doing righteous deeds. And a reminder for us specifically is that the month of Ramadan is the month in which Allah Subhanahu wa Taala sent down the Quran. And in this we have the hadith 
عن أبي هريرة رضي الله تعالى قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم يقول قال الله عز وجل كل عمل ابن آدم له إلا الصيام وهو لي وأنا أجزي به فوالذي نفس محمد بيده لا خلف لا خلفة فم الصائم أطيب عند الله من ريح المسك. This narration you find it in Muslim. In some narrations you find خلوف خلوف فم. In this narration it has خلفة خلفة فم. So in this, the translation of this, the translation of this hadith on the authority of Abu Hurairah, he said that I heard, radiallahu ta'ala an, he said I heard the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying that Allah said, every action of the son of Adam is for him. Except a siyam, except the fasting. And I give the reward of it. He said, by the one who the soul of Muhammad is in his hand. He said, the bad smell of, the bad smell which comes from the mouth of the fasting person. Is atiyab. Is better with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than nureeh al-misk. Than nureeh al-misk. The smell of misk. And in this, ya barakallahu fikum, the aim of this is not just leaving off one's food or one's drink as you have as you have the narration, narration which you will find in Al-Bukhari, Riwayalah, Riway which is for on the authority of Abi Hurairah, Yaturuku ta'amahu wa sharabahu wa shahwatahu min ajli, that he leaves off, he leaves off his food, he leaves off his drink, and he leaves off his desires, meaning, leaves off, uh, leaves off his desires as it relates to his wife or his wives. And the only reason why he leaves those things off is for min ajli. Allah says in the hadith, min ajli. For my sake. So in this, it's a reminder also that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not want hardship for his ibad. He does not want hardship for his ibad, for his worshippers. And in that you see where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given the excuses for the one who is on, for the one who is married, 
or ala safar. For the one who is sick or on a journey, he gives him an excuse to make it up from ayam and ukhar. To make it up from other days. And you see, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He's making it easy for His ibad as well as taking away the distractions as well as the excuses which His ibad could use. He commands His ibad, He commands His worshippers to leave off ta'am, food, sharab, drink, shahwa. Uh, intimacy for his sake and he also gives him an excuse if he goes on a journey that he's allowed to break his fast and if he's sick he's also allowed to break his fast and we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yuridu bina fi hadha shahr al-mubarak as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he reminds us يريد الله بكم اليسر ولا يريد بكم العسر that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he wants for you all ease and he does not want for you hardship And we, and we can notice this and we sense this after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informing us that He has made it mandatory upon us. As-siyam. Lihadifihi al-awwal. For His, and the first aim of that is al-taqwa. Kutiba alaykum as-siyam. كَمَا كُتِبَ عَلَى الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ The siyam, the siyam was made mandatory upon you as it was made mandatory upon those before you, the umam before you, the nations before you. And as we mentioned before, فَائِدَ اللُّغَوِيَا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he said, Kutiba. And for those who are you, for those of you who are studying the Arabic language, if you and you've gotten to this marhala, you've gotten to this level, you've learned that which is Mabnil Majhul and Mabnil Ma'loom. That which is Mabnil Majhul. Though you will find that in an actuality there is no fa'in. In reality, there is no fa'in. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Kutiba alaykum, it has been written upon you. But as you go further, you will find there are asbab, there are reasons why a fi'l would be madni al-majhul. And from them, 
One of the main ones is that it's known who the fa'il is. As you find in this context, kutiba alaykum as-siyam kama kutiba ala al-ladheena min qablikum. So it's well known that the one who has made the fast mandatory upon his ibad is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Almighty, the one who has sent down the Qur'an, the who has revealed the Qur'an to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sallam. And as we mentioned before that the Qur'an was sent down in this blessed month. قَالَ اللَّهُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى شَهْرُ رَمَضَانَ الَّذِي أُنزِلَ فِيهِ الْقُرْآنِ هُدَى لِلنَّاسِ وَبَيْنَاتٍ مِّنَ الْهُدَى وَالْفُرْقَانِ Emphasizing that this glorious book was sent down during the month of Ramadan. And emphasizing and emphasizing upon it also the importance in which we should give to the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The, the month of Ramadan in which the Quran was sent down, in it is huda linnas, is guidance for the people. al ayah as well, we have the hadith on Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu radiallahu ta'ala anhu Qala kana rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ajwad nas ajwad nas wa kana ajwad ma yakuna fi ramadan that he was the best of the people and the best of that which he would be is in the month of Ramadan, حين يلقاه جبريل When Jibreel would meet him. وكان جبريل يلقاه في كل ليلة من رمضان يدارسه القرآن That Jibreel عليه السلام would meet him Every night of Ramadan, and that he would teach him the Quran. So the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, حين يلقاه جبريل أجود به أجود بالخير من ريح المرسلة. That he was. When Jibreel would reach him, he would be the best. He would be the best in goodness, better than Al-Rih Al-Mursala, the sent wind. And here we see the importance of the Quran is Amrun Muhammun Jidda. That the fear of giving importance to the Quran is something that is important. قال الله تعالى أفلا يتدبرون القرآن أم على قلوب أقفالها. Do they not 
ponder upon the Quran? Or do they have some sort of covering on their hearts? Or is there some sort of covering on the hearts? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds us, and to recite the Quran in a good fashion. وَقَالَ عِزَّ وَجَلْ وَلَقَدْ يَسَّرْنَا الْقُرْآنَ لِلذِّكْرِ فَهَلْ مِنْ مُدَّكِرٍ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He reminds us that we have made the Quran easy for you. We have made the Quran easy to remember. So is there anyone who will remember? We have to remember, Ya Barakallahu Fikum, this fasting is a means of attaining a taqwa. And we attain a taqwa by a ta'a, by obedience. Obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, doing righteous deeds. Al-Iman yazidu wa yankus. That Al-Iman increases and decreases. Yazidu bi ta'a. It increases with the likes of a sadaqah. Tilawatil Quran. Tilawatul Quran, the reading of the Quran. And even, Ya Barakallah, if you can meet your brother with a good look on your face. All of this is a good deed, Bithnillahi ta'ala. Wal aks bil aks, in the opposite. It's opposite. Al-A'mal al-Salihah. That righteous deeds is something that is requested or is something that is requested during the rest of the days. But in Ramadan it's emphasized. In Ramadan it's emphasized. Good deeds are emphasized. And the reward is there for the one who does good deeds. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَنْ عَمِلَ صَالِحًا مِنْ ذَكَرٍ أَوْ أُنْثَى وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٍ فَلَنُحْيَنَّهُ حَيَاةً طَيِّبًا And some of the ulama, they say this is in this life. Some of the ulama, they say this is in this life, that he will be given a good life. Whoever does a good deed, from male or female, and he is a believer, we will give him, we will give him a good life. وَلَنَجْزِيَنَّهُمْ and that we will give them their reward, the best of that which they used to do. And the ulama explained that this is in the this is in the hereafter. This is in the hereafter. So this one from Zakarin wa Untha, this one who is either male or female, who does a good deed. He does a righteous deed that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give him his recompense in this life 
And in the next life, he will give him a reward. He will give him the reward, which is the best of that which they used to do. And in this, Shaykh Uthaymin, rahimahullah ta'ala, he reminds, he reminds that Al-Iman Billah Yuthmilu hadhi thamara Al-Jaliyah He mentioned that that Al-Iman believing in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the fruit from it, the, the, the fruit from it, that which comes from it is this tremendous uh, result. That there is not anything above this or higher than this as it relates to happiness. Wallah. He goes on to say, not mansions. ولا الأزواج ولا البنون ولا المراكب ولا المراكب الفخمة ولا كل النعيم يساوي هذا. The Sheikh is mentioning he said that nothing is equal to this. He said nothing is equal to this in happiness. He said not mansions. He said, not wives, not children, not uh, tremendous, uh, I guess you would say something that's a riding beast from cars and so forth like that. Nothing, nothing of this, whether it be a, a, a very nice um, car, whether it be Wives, whether it be whether it be wives, whether it be villas, whether it be condos, whether it be mansions, none of this, nothing is equal to this. The good living in this life and the good living and being rewarded for the good living in this life from, from deeds which are righteous. You're rewarded in the next life. You're rewarded in this life with a good living. You're rewarded in the next life with reward of that which is better than أَحْسَنَ مَا كَانُ يَعْمَلُونَ Better than that which they were doing. Better than that which they used to do. And this is the kind of life which one strives بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى to live By committed by doing good deeds and having ikhlas and doing those good deeds and asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to reward him with that. So in this we understand from this ayah and the shaykh he mentioned that is this is a jumla haliyah. Wa huwa mu'min. And he's a believer. Meaning it's a jumla that has 
The situation has to be in correspondence with that. The situation has to be like that. Meaning he'll get that reward or those rewards. Well, who are mu'min if he's a believer? And it's connected to the reward of the righteous deeds. Because he mentioned, he goes on to say that righteous deeds of no benefit without Iman. And, and we will give him a good life. How great is the Quran and the one who speaks with it? He did not say that we're going to give him good provisions. He did not say He did not say that we're going to increase his money, his wealth. He said rather we're going to give him a good life. And the Shaykh, he's making a very important point here. He said a good life can be, it can be a good life even with, even if a person has sickness. That does not define a good life. That you don't have a good life because Allah decreed that you have some sort of sickness. He said the person can still have a, still have a good life. But hatta ma'al faqr. And this is important also. The Shaykh he mentioned even with poverty, still a good life. Hatta ma'al al bala. Yukun al insan mutma'inna sabira ala qada illa wa qadri radiya bihi. And this is very important here. The Sheikh, and I'll repeat it again. He said that the good life can be, or should I say, one having sickness does not negate him having a good life. One being poor does not negate Having a good life. Okay, I'm not having a good life, I'm poor, no. He said, poverty does not negate a good life. He said, trials does not negate a good, a good life. He said, he said, even with trials, you will find the person, mutma'inna sabira. He said, even with a good life, you will find the person, mutma'inna sabira. That you will find him content. Patient. He's patient upon Qadailahi wa Qadri. Upon he's patient regarding the decrees of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that which he carries out in his decrees. 
And he's pleased with, his, with him being his Lord. Because unfortunately sometimes we become sick. And sometimes we become poor. Sometimes we have trials and tribulations. And we define our life by our sickness or our poverty or our trials and tribulations. The Sheikh is saying here, Rahimahullah Ta'ala, he's, he's um, explaining here that the person that's sick, poor, being tried, but he's content and he's patient with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and what he decrees and what he carries out in his decree as him being his Lord. He said these people come under the category of the ones who will be given a good life with the one caveat that he has to be what? He has to be a mu'min. He has to be a believer. As for the disbeliever, he will, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's possible that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward him in this life with a good life. But in the hereafter, all of his deeds were for naught. And this is the good life. And he reminds us, especially with the month of Ramadan coming up, especially during these times of COVID, some of us got, have gotten sick. Some of us have recovered. Some of us have not recovered. Some of us, or some people have died from it. It's for us to ponder on that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decrees. And it's for us to be thankful, bi'ithnillahi ta'ala, if we contracted the COVID and recovered. The Shaykh, he said, a good life, and he said, this is a good life. A person doesn't look at the trials, except that he, he only looks at Allah. يَسْأَلُهُ الثَّوَابِ وَيَرْجُوا إِزَالَةَ الْمِحْنَةِ He looks at the benefit, the reward, and he hopes for the removal of this, uh, this test. وَحَيْنَئِذٍ تُطِيبُ حَيَاتُهُ تُطِيبُ حَيَاتُهُ وَلَكِنَ الَّذِي لَيْسَ عِنْدُهُ إِمَانُ But the one that does not have iman أَوْ عِنْدَهُ إِمَانٌ وَلَكِنْ نَاقِسُ الْعَمَلِ He said, this person, the one that doesn't have iman the one that doesn't have Iman. Keep looking at the Ayn and 
conf- uh, uh, mixing it with iman. Nevertheless, the one that does not have e- iman or his naqis, but he, ha- he has iman or the one that has iman, but he's naqis al-amal, but he's deficient in his actions or his deeds. Tajiduhu Yajidu kulla masibatin hasratan fi qalbi He said this one you will find every musibah Every hardship and trial Becomes something that is Like crucial on his heart لِأَنَّهُ لَا يَرْجُوا ثَوَابًا وَلَا تَكْفِيرًا because he is not hoping for the reward and he's not hoping for expiation of the sins the shaykh goes on to mention that even in the an yakuna fi hadhi dunya muna'ama Muna'ama That his only aim in his dunya is that Oh, okay His only aim in his dunya Is that he wants to be In pleasure For the Mu'adhinun, those who are calling the Adhan, they do not require permission from the Imam. They do not require permission from one given a class, given a talk. Rather, 
they call the adhan and it's up to the speaker whether he's going to stop or not opposite as it relates now to the iqama the mu'adhan he looks to the imam before make sure that his time was okay to call the iqama as for the adhan the mu'adhan he gets up and he calls the adhan inshallah bismillah ta'ala will We'll finish, we'll finish with that which we uh, began. And this bismillah ta'ala, the last part, as we mentioned before the hadith, regarding the one yaqra al-Qur'an, وَهُوَ عَلَيْهِ شَاقٍ فَلَهُ أَجْرَانِ This is important to emphasize this بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى That the one who reads the Qur'an Of course this is just the ending part of the hadith I'm concentrating on this section Because this is the month of, month of Ramadan coming up we should exert ourselves in reading the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One will say then I am not proficient, I'm not able to read the book of Allah. If you've been Muslim, if you've been Muslim six months, not alone. If you've been six months, you're not to blame. If you've been Muslim six years, Tulam, you're to blame. If you've been Muslim, if you've been Muslim sixteen years, Quran, Tulam. If you've been Muslim sixteen years and you do not have the ability to read the book of Allah, to Lam, you're blameworthy. Because in reality, if we are, if we would like to obtain a degree, we prepare ourselves with everything on that curriculum. If we want to start a business, we do everything that the business sector requires as far as paperwork money effort now as it relates to the book of Allah we allow shaitan now he whispers to us why because some of us that have been Muslims 16 years, 20 years, 25 years, he knows every intricate uh, detail as it, as it relates to who is who and who is not who.
But he's blameworthy in the sense that he's not able to pick up the book of Allah and read it and understand it. But there's a remedy for that. Because I know a lot of brothers and a lot of sisters, shaitan have been playing with them. They're from the ones They're the ones who stumble and bumble and cannot read the book of Allah properly. Know that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam Abu Qasim he promises you that you will attain two rewards for reading the book of Allah if you're stumbling and bumbling. If you've been Muslim six months, la tulam, you're not blameworthy. Six years, blameworthy. Sixteen years, blameworthy. Twenty-six years, blameworthy. 36 years, blameworthy, and on and on and on. There are things that's important, but there are things that's more important. That's why you have Ismu uh, Tafdil. You have something that's Kabir. In the Lugha, something's Kabir. It's big. But you have something that's Akbar. They're both big. But Akbar is greater. And they call it in a lugha ism tafdeel, meaning that it has a virtue over the other thing. Ahmadu Ahmadu Tawilun. Wa Abdullah Atwalu. Wa Abdullah Atwal. Ahmad is tall Abdullah is taller perchance uh, my advice to myself my advice to my brothers and my sisters is something that would resonate with Allah where we try to make it a goal and every Ramadan should be a goal because one of these Ramadans we're not going to be here we're going to be the ones that the brother that's given the reminder is going to be saying, SubhanAllah, you remember, the brother gave us a reminder last year, he's not here today. Something to ponder upon, bi'ithnillahi ta'ala. So in finishing, bi'ithnillahi ta'ala, everyone will have their reward, bi'ithnillahi ta'ala. Everyone will have their reward, in this life, as well as Yawm Al-Qiyamah. But you have, you might have, Ba'd nas you might have some of the people or Yudhunna Ba'd nas or some of the people may believe خلاص أستمر في المعصية وأتوب. That maybe I'll just continue in the ma'asiyah. Shaitan have tricked them. واستمتع بحياتي. And then I can enjoy my life. 
واتوب This one has confused that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ghafur rahim He also has not read the other verse where he says that he shadid al-iqab and he has not read the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam that is out of the rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that will enter into the jannah that a person enters into the jannah is not because of just our a'mal just because of our deeds So so must that we ponder upon that bi'ithnillahi ta'ala and that we have the zikr and remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that we and that we do not turn away from the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yaqul Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu attaqullaha wa tanzur nafsum ma qaddamat lighadin wa attaqullaha Inna allaha khabirun bima ta'amalun Wa la takunu kalladhina nasullaha faansahum anfusahum Ulaika humul fasiqun And in this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he reminds us Na'atu forget Allah not to forget the remembrance of Allah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says as translated all you who believe fear Allah wal tanzur nafsum ma qaddamat lighadin wattaqullah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says fear him look at what you are putting forth for tomorrow Then he reminds the believers again what? Ittaqullah. To fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَالْتَنْظُرْ نَفْسٌ مَا قَدَّمَتْ لِقَدٍ وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ خَبِيرٌ بِمَا تَعْمَلُونَ That indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is aware of that which you all do. وَلَا تَكُونُوا كَالَّذِينَ نَسُوا اللَّهَ فَأَنْسَاهُمْ أَنْفُسَهُمْ And do not, believe, do not be like those who forgotten Allah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has caused them to forget their own selves. أُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْفَاسِقُونَ They are the ones who are the fasiqun, the wrongdoers. Allah reminds us that the people of Jannah they're not like the people of the fire they do not equate la yastawi ashabun nari wa ashabul jannah ashabul jannati humul faizun Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds us that the people of the fire they're not like the people of Jannah of paradise Ashabul Jannah humul faizun that the people of Jannah they're the victorious ones they're the victorious ones in the Jannah in the paradise anything that they wish for 
that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives them. And only thing that's like the only thing in Jannah that resembles that, that, that which is from the dunya of the worldly life or the names. Those are the only things. Rumman in the dunya is not like the Rumman in Jannah. What is it called? Pomegranate. Okay. They call it, um, I don't know if it's offensive, they call it Chinese apple in, in, uh, in Jamaica. Yeah. Pomegranate. So, Roman in this life is not like the Roman in Jannah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and it's an encouragement for those who constantly fall into a zina. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you from Hurul Ain in the Jannah, in the paradise, as a reward for the for, for the that which one did of good deeds. That which one did of good deeds is reward. Entering into the Jannah, there's many, there's many, many rewards bi'ibnillah ta'ala. And bi'ibnillah ta'ala throughout the Ramadan, uh, our Imam bi'ibnillah ta'ala is he's planning on trying to bring some rewards, to, um, some benefits that will be constant reminder of the Jannah as well as the fire. Because as our brother Abu Abdul Salami mentioned, that how do you how are you able to fear something you don't have knowledge of it? So now you have knowledge of some of the things in the fire. Now it, it encourages you now to, not, to ask Allah to allow you to have righteous deeds so you don't end up in the fire. But Allah reminds us, Ashabu Jannah humul faizun. La yastawi ashabu nari wa ashabu Jannah. Ashabul Jannati humul faizun. The people of Jannah, they are the ones who are faizun. They're the victorious ones. Allah gives another similitude regarding the people of the fire as well as the people of Jannah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala humans us. Wasiqaladina kafaru ila jahannama zumara. وَسِيقَ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا إِلَى جَهَنَّمَ زُمَرًا حَتَّى إِلَى جَاءُوهَا فُتِحَتْ أَبْوَابُهَا وَقَالَ لَهُمْ خَزَنَتُهَا أَلَمْ يَأْتِكُمْ رُسُلٌ مِّنْكُمْ أَلَمْ يَأْتِكُمْ رُسُلٌ مِّنْكُمْ يَتْلُونَ عَلَيْكُمْ آيَاتِ رَبِّكُمْ وَيُنْذِرُونَكُمْ لِقَاءَ يَوْمِكُمْ هَذَا the people of the fire, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there will be many events as it relates to the establishment of the hour and now the hashr, the separation of the people 
or the people going to the Jannah and the people going to the fire. So in this, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, the people of, the, uh, the, those who disbelieve, they'll be driven to the hellfire, Zumara, forcefully, in droves. Hatta idha ja'uha futihat abwabuha waqala lahum khazanatuha alam ya'tikum rusulun minkum yatluna alaykum ayati rabbikum wa yunzirunakum wa yunzirunakum biliqa' yawmikum hatha did not they will be taken up to the gates of the fire. They will be entered into the fire. And the keeper of the fire will say to them, Alam yatikum rusulum minkum. Did not a messenger from amongst you come to you? Yatluna alaykum ayati rabbikum. Reading to you the ayat of your Lord and reminding you of this, the meeting of this day. They will say, Bala, affirmation. But they have been established, the kalima of azab has been established, of punishment has been established upon the kafirin. وَقِيلَ دُخُلُوا أَبْوَابَ جَهَنَّمْ خَالِدِينَ فِيهَا And it would be said to them, enter, this is another matter of qila, this is from qala, this is مَبْنِي uh, majhul also. وَقِيلَ دُخُلُوا It would be said to them. It would be said to them, enter into the gates of the fire. خَالِدِينَ فِيهَا فَبِئْتَ مَثْوَى الْمُتَكَبِّرِينَ Oh, how treacherous are the dwellings of الْمُتَكَبِّرِينَ Reminder, أَصْحَابُ النَّارِ it's a reminder that the people of the fire are not like the people of Jannah. And also the people of the people of Jannah now will be driven to the Jannah. They'll be driven to the Jannah, the paradise. Different response here, different situation, different ahwal totally. The people of the fire, khazanatuha qala lahum alam yatikum rusulum minkum yatlu alaykum ayati rabbikum wa yunzirunakum biliqai yamikum hadha. The keeper of the hellfire saying to the people of the fire, Did not the messenger come to you? Messengers come to you? Reciting unto you the, message, the, the, the ayat of your Lord and vowing you and warning you with the meeting of this day? They said, Yes. 
But the kalima of azab has been established upon them. So now the people of Jannana wasiqa alladhina wasiqa alladhina attaqaw rabbahum ila jannati zumara. And now the now the people of Jannah they're being driven to the Jannah. Hatta hatta ja'uha wa futihat abwabuha. And all of and all of these seeka is a reminder for, for for those of you who have reached to, to this level of mabni al-majhul to look at how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses it in the Quran qila is from qala instead of qala instead of instead of qala instead of it was said instead of him he said qila means it was said to them it was said if you, if you see qala it means he said if you say qila it was said we don't know who said it but in the sense of the Quran kutiba we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who mandated the siyam upon his ibad so here in finishing because i took up more than my time here in finishing as the people of the paradise are driven to the paradise hatta idha ja'uha wa futihat abwabuha until they come to it and Shaykh Uthaymin rahimahullah ta'ala because in the the people of Jahannam hatta ja'uha futihat abwabuha and the people of Jannah hatta ja'uha wa futihat abwabuha Shaykh Uthaymin he explains that this wow here and he's the faqih rahimahullah he says that this wow being here for the people of Jannah and not being there for the people of Jahannam, he said this, this is a proof that the paradise, the Jannah, is already open for them, was already open. It didn't have to be requested to be open. Wa futihat, not fataha. Fataha would mean he opened it. Wa futihat, it was open for them. Wa futihat abwabuha wa qala lahum khazanatuha. Now, the keeper of the paradise will say to them, Salamun alaykum. Peace be upon you. Tibtum. You've been good. Fadukhuluha khalidin. Enter into it. Enter into the paradise. Khalidin. Remaining therein forever. It's a reminder for myself, a reminder for everyone. Do not be from those who turn away from the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Allah subhanahu reminds us, وَمَنْ أَعْرَضَ عَنْ ذِكْرِي فَإِنَّ لَهُ مَعِيشَةً دَنْكَى وَنَحْشُرُهُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ أَعْمَى Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds us this, and for those who turn away from my remembrance, they will have ma'ishatan dunka. They will have a restricted and hard living. You see the, you see the before. Allah subhanahu wa taala reminds us that whoever does a righteous deed from a male or female, 
and he is a mu'min. What is it? That we will give them, that we will give them a good life. But in this ayah, it's a woman. A woman and we will, uh, whoever turns away from my remembrance, he will have a hard and restrictive living, hardship. And we will raise him Yom al A'ma Blind He will come up Yom al You say oh Allah, why, oh Allah Why did you raise me up Blind And I used to be From the seeing He said Allah will respond to him Like that our ayat came to you. Fanasitaha and you've forgotten it. Wakadalikal Yoma Tunsa. And on this day, you will be forgotten. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to see the month of Ramadan. And that we're able to, that He write for us that we're able to stand the month of Ramadan. That he accept for us our standing, our fasting, and, and, and without a doubt, he accept from us our tawbah. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Tubu ilallahi tawbatan nasuha asa rabbukum ayyu kafira ankum sayyatikum wa yudkhilakum jannatin tajri man tahtiha al-anhar al-ayah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds us, O you who believe, Tubu ilallah. Make repentance to Allah. Tawbatan nasuha. A sincere tawbah. Asa rabbukum ayyukafir ankum. Perchance Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will expiate, if that's a word, your sins. Wayudhilakum jannatin tajri min tahtialan anhar. And he will enter you into the jannah where rivers flow beneath. الآية وبهذا نكتفي بإذن الله تعالى فقهني الله وإياكم وصلى الله على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وجزاكم الله خيرا